On today's show, we will discuss how to spin up the creative potential of your business and your team. I'm Devin Hers. Welcome to this week's DMC Marketing Nugget. Get ready for insider secrets and tactics from successful business owners and industry titans. Welcome your host with the most, marketing master, best-selling author, CEO of DNC and Printivision, the guy that wants your business to thrive, Devin Hers. We got a fun one today, and our guest, when he was in college, saw Biz Marquee, one of my faves, spin at a small club. It changed his life forever. Now blending art with a savvy business strategy, he has performed around the world, co-released three remix EPs, and runs a music business that caters to corporate clients. He's also an adjunct professor at the California State University and holds a master's in business from Berkeley College of Music. Pretty sweet. Welcome DJ, author, virtual MC, moderator, and host, Amani Roberts, AKA DJ Amro. Welcome, thank you for being here. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you very much for having me excited. I love the intro too, thank you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you bet, you got some great credentials. Um, Fill us in where your life has been, what you've been through, and how you got to this point. Give us a little bit of the background. Yeah, like you said in the intro, uh, saw Bismarcky at uh, a club in DC, Quigley's nightclub is no longer there, on the bottom floor of a bank. And I really just fell in love with what he did. He set the crowd off that night, played a, a, a glorious set. One of my favorite parts of the set was when he did all these TV theme show songs and we were just singing along, it was great. So from that moment, I decided I want to be a DJ, but at the time I didn't have the courage to pursue it because I thought it wasn't a legitimate full-time career. I worked for Marriott for over 20 years, traveled across the country, never gave up the dream of being a DJ. Once I got to LA, I decided to pursue it, went for it. You have the ups and downs, but um, I continue to grow and learn. And that pretty much, long story short, takes me to where I am today. And I'm in a good place. I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, we, we love hearing it and uh, have a, a similar background in the world of entertainment back in the day. How we got started in the marketing was throwing events like you probably were spinning at or Bismarck he would have been at. So uh, it's, it's fun to hear how things evolve through the business world. And now you're more on the, the business level. So in your bio, I know that you cover topics for business owners uh, to creatively tune their business strategy, help them solve problems with DJ techniques and build a better team through music. Uh, that sounds interesting and different. So tell us a little bit about what that entails. You know, we take uh, teams through a variety of activities, whether it is creating your own DJ name, which kind of sparks creativity, always with branding. Um, and then we talk and have them introduce themselves, pick a theme song, which goes back to motivation, inspiration for where you are in your business or your life at the current time. Then we tie it all together with designing your own record label, which gets back to marketing, branding, then working with a team. So that's kind of how we work the whole teamwork exercise. It's exciting, it's fun, and it really helps people think outside the box when it comes to running their business and also when it comes to managing their own brand. And that's kind of the objectives of the exercise. Okay, so you're mixing music with business to make things more fun than a, a boring consult session, it sounds like. This is something that's <laughs> going to get them energized and I'm sure gets their team energized because it's just not the same old PowerPoint and uh, coaching type of uh, sessions that you deliver. That's pretty awesome. Exactly. Yeah, very interactive and memorable. And I know you kind of have this whole theme running through your, your program here, and one of them is being decked for success. 
Um, so that's strategies that you deliver to creatively spin up the business. Uh, give us some examples of how you're doing that for customers and clients of yours. I think now, um, specifically with, with the era that we're kind of entering into now, it's really a lot of focus for us on showing people the value of live streaming um, and live streaming doing like um, interviews such as this or different content uh, creation, but doing it live, having an interactive audience. Uh, so you're able to respond to questions. You're also able to create content. You're able to show maybe a more intimate side of your brand. And I just feel that where we are right now is that's the way to kind of move forward to really build your client list, let people understand what you are and how you are, you know, in front of the camera, behind the scenes, where you're headed. So that's something we're focused on now is live streaming, adding in the teamwork element to that. That's what's really exciting me currently right now. I love that because there's so many business owners that are just stuck in their ways and they're doing the traditional stuff. And even if you go back two, three years, things are different now. So understanding the technology that's available to you, uh, like some of the technology we use for these shows, we can definitely stream things live now. Uh, so for any business owners that are out there and they're not in tune with the technology and they're not following the trends, you know, Hamani definitely is someone that can help with that. And, uh, you know, things that we do on our marketing side as well is just staying ahead of those trends, right? We want to make sure that we're using the latest technology. So don't be stale out there. Talk to one of us to, to understand what streaming is and how that can help your business and how you can communicate with your clients differently. And I think that helps put you ahead of the curve. So love what you're doing. We need more and more people like you to really explain that to business owners. Next, we've got a, another fun term here, collaboration remix. Um, so unlocking <laughs> your team's creative potential with DJ turntables. I, I, I was an MC back in the day, couldn't rhyme worth a dang, but <laughs> yeah, we always got the, crowd, got the crowd to react. So how do you unlock the team's creative potential with DJ turntables? Whenever we do our team building exercises, I always bring in, you know, techniques, real turntables with a mixer. And I think that when people see that, they kind of, it kind of lowers their guard because like, oh, what's this kind of something new? Um, you know, you're able to touch the turntables. We put records on via, you know, digitally through Serato, things like that. And just able to give them a microphone. They have the turntables, they pick their song. They say, okay, you know, my name is DJ Devin. We have to figure out what your DJ name is though. We'll do that later. <laughs> And, right. and just kind of say, this is my theme song for the week or the month because this is how I'm feeling. This is my theme song for my business this year because this is where we're headed. And so, you know, it takes them in their personal environment. It kind of lowers the guard, but then they're always thinking about the business part because they have their theme song. And then they get something very tactile where they can touch and they scratch in say, this is who I am. This is where we're going. And we just find that it makes it very memorable and people remember what they say and they really stick to it. It makes it fun. 
and you know it's just different you know we can always go sit down and do a brainstorming session on the whiteboard about your goals and your mission and all that but once you bring music into it and you can have that song for the whole year in the office or whatever in your meetups like it just makes more of an impact and that's kind of what we start to unlock through a very long process throughout our training sessions during the day yeah so it sounds like you can really help re-energize a company too because i know doing the same thing over and over and again for years for the team for the owner things get stale they get boring um so you're able to mix it up or, or remix their business as you would say right yeah on the fly yes all right <laughs> love that too man that's great um podcasting or you know webcasting is, is something that I, I know a lot of people are diving into so there's podcasts galore out there um, but it really only takes a specific audience um, even your current clients to make a podcast worthwhile to help build credibility so that's something else that you uh, are helping clients out with a podcast academy what is that exactly yeah, I feel that podcasting is kind of like a hidden gem, a very hidden gem. And it's, you know, people focus on it for getting their message out. Like I'm going to podcast and share with you every week uh, something about my company, and my business. But a lot of times what people don't realize is that podcasting is a very intimate way of networking. I kind of call it the future of networking because like you and I are meeting, we're talking and I'm going to remember you. I'm going to remember this experience. And we're going to have conversations. We're going to have stories that we talk about and wisdom that you share with me, I share with you. And that's very memorable. And I think that people underestimate the power of podcasting, not only the final product, which now you've created a product where people can find you on YouTube, on Spotify, on any of the podcasting services, Apple Music, everywhere. So you're opening up your marketing and your reach internationally around the globe. But second, you're going to be meeting people that you're interviewing or interviewing you. And these connections can turn into other um, business relationships. They can refer you to other people. And so I think that's hidden. And that's what we focus on a lot with the Podcast Academy. We talk about, you know, of course, the technology you need to podcast, strategies you need to use, marketing, how to stay consistent. Because I think the hardest, I want to say, I look at the stats, the average podcast lasts seven episodes. And then wow. people kind of fall off. And that's a stat that I read. It's probably updated a little bit, but it's very true. And I, we just talked about with people how to stick with it, how to plan it out, pace yourself, because podcast burnout is real. Um, you know, whether it's scheduling guests, interviewing, having backups, all that. And now we've added in the live streaming component to the Academy. And then that just really opens up a whole nother world because once you go live, you can just make certain cuts, uh, then upload it as a podcast. You're almost doing the work on the fly. And um, that's what the podcast is kind of about. We, we teach people, we help people get their work off the ground and running, and the benefits are just immeasurable. And um, I'm a fan of podcasts. I've been podcasting for a long time, since I want to say 2008. And um, it's got its benefits. It's allowed me to speak at conferences and meet clients all over the world. So I'm a fan. I try to teach people to kind of follow in my footsteps, and, you know, we're off and running. Yeah, it's, it's uh, super important. I don't want to sound like a, a broken record here, no pun intended, but um, you know, I think people are, are so into the, I want results now. So if I'm doing a podcast, I want to have all these leads come in, all these views. Um, it's not necessarily about that. Like you're saying, it's the interaction with the guests. It's delivering the content out there. It's when someone does their due diligence and they type in your name into Google and they see one video that's five years old, 
that's not going to do it for them. People do research you. Um, so these videos that we're doing now, they may get viewed five years from now and they're seeing all these topics yes. that we covered. So it's huge. Uh, it's great content. It's great to even send some of this stuff out part of your sales process and sales system. You have a great video that gives some tidbits and some golden nuggets, as we call them. Um, yes. you know, that's something yes. that you can just send out as part of your drip campaigns and say, hey, check out this episode where we talked about streaming and we talked about the difference that it can make for your business. Um, so I, I think it's, it's advantageous for anyone out there that is mm -hmm. wanting to get their name out there in a way, get their company out there, just even internal company standards too. Um, we have a couple yeah. clients that do these types of video broadcasts and they're more for their internal employees and staff and training. Uh, so lots of different ways that you can spin it. Uh, oh, so. yes. Absolutely. And I, I always love to tell people that's so funny, spin it. I love it. I love it. Um, you don't be intimidated by the equipment. I found that the number one thing that really slows people down is they think I got to buy this. I have to buy this, get a computer, get this microphone, get this interface. No, start with what you have and grow from there. And one of my favorite examples of what you spoke about, about an internal podcast is what Home Depot did during the pandemic is they created a whole internal, pretty much a whole internal broadcasting system, which included podcasts. And it really was beneficial to their associates. And they, they were a company that actually thrived during the pandemic. And this is one of the main ways because they communicated so effectively with their podcast and their broadcast internally that their associates were, were all on the same page, safety focus, customer focus. And, you know, if you look back at the numbers, that company grew during the pandemic. And that what you just mentioned is one of the main ways that they were able to communicate. Yeah, it's, it's so important. So I think that is uh, a good thing to think about. It's not always about the uh, external marketing, the internal marketing, which yes. we cover a lot on here as well, what goes on between the four walls. And mm -hmm. now with you going through some of the different transitions in your business, DJ, coach, mentor, uh, professor, um, <laughs> what if you were to look back at, at your life and, and where you come from, uh, I'll throw a little uh, bonus question out there. What would you have done differently or what would you recommend to a younger you? Mm, I love that question. Um, I would have definitely recommended start DJing sooner. Um, don't be intimidated. So start DJing sooner. That's one thing that comes to mind right away. Uh, try to focus uh, less on what people think about what you're doing, because that's what kind of got me caught up. People like, oh, DJing is not a real career, but it is a real career. So focus less on what people think. So follow your gut. Um, and then, you know, just continue to stick with it. There are times when we stop and we get discouraged and that slows us down and it maybe adds a couple of years to our journey. And so I would just say, continue to be resilient and stick with it even in the tough times and make sure you always surround yourself with people who are smarter than you because that'll get you further quicker than if you kind of stay stale with their same kind of group that you're with. Oh, that's a, a ton of great nuggets right there. And we appreciate that. And I think it, it's so true. I mean, you're going to be through ups and downs. Uh, I would say probably the worst enemies yourself, right? We all as entrepreneurs and business, we get in our head. I was talking to a good friend of mine that owns a construction company. He's like, most of the stress is self-induced. You know, we put the pressures on ourselves, but that's what also drives us. So uh, I, I would say the the perseverance, being able to stick with it and fight through it is, is a great nugget right there. Um, you also are an author. Um, so you've got yes. a book. Uh, tell us the name of your book and uh, where someone can go ahead and uh, purchase that book. 
Yeah, so the name of the book is DJs Mean Business. You can find it on my website, amoneyexperience.com backslash book. It's also on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. So it's, look, you know, you can find it everywhere. It takes you through the time slots of a DJ set. We start using 10 p.m. and go to 2 a.m. Traditional DJ set, four hours. Each 15-minute increment, we relate it to growing a business. So, for example, when I first start off at a club, 10 p.m. to 10.15, just trying to feel the crowd out, see who's there, make sure they stay kind of, uh, just evaluate. Same thing in business. When you're first starting off, you just want to kind of identify your ideal client, get to know them, make sure you they fit what your company's mission is. Um, then we get to 11 o'clock troubleshooting. Something always goes wrong in the DJ booth, whether it's a needle getting messed up, computer, speaker going out, something goes wrong every day, uh, but the music can never stop. So that's in business. Now, there's going to be some times where you're going to have to make some shifts in business, but you can't really just close down and start again. You have to keep it going and kind of shift on the fly. Um, that's 11 o'clock. We get to prime time, uh, midnight. You just want to keep the dance floor packed, hit after hit, keep people dancing, sing along. Same thing in business. When you're prime time, you just want to grow sales month over month, year over year. You do that. Um, then we get to one of my favorite time periods, 1.30 at night. I love to play slow jams at the end of my set just to let people finish what they came to the club to do. But it also uses nostalgia that brings people back to a time period when maybe they had less worries, less bills. Brands that use nostalgia very effectively to kind of, you know, throw back to a better time. For example, um, Adidas does a great job with their Stan Smith tennis shoes. Nintendo uses that well. And then also uh, Old Spice. So those are many of brands that do that well. Yeah. Finally, you're done at 2 a.m. with the uh, set. I used to drive for Uber, so I would go to the car, turn on the Uber meter, pick people up from the same club I DJed at. We'd take them home, say, hey. What would you think about the music tonight? And they say, oh, we like this. We didn't like this. Then we get to close to the end of the drive. I say, by the way, I was your DJ tonight. So, you know, thank you for the feedback. And they kind of bug out all that and everything. So that kind of takes you through some sections of the book. There's some things I left out that are some nuggets that you must pay attention to. Right. But um, that's the book. And I love it. That, that, that sounds great. I think getting honest feedback from clients is crucial. I mean, it's it's about communication. And as as marketing guys and consultants, we, we don't get honest feedback. It's hard for us to do our job. We think everything is rolling smoothly. So uh, for you business owners out there that are work, working with marketing people and consultants, be honest. Um, our skin is very thick and tough and, and we can handle it. We want to hear the honesty. We want to know what you're feeling. And I think that should be true to anyone that you're working with, whether it's your colleagues or um, any other types of consultants out there. So awesome nuggets, awesome information. Now you're out in LA. Any other last minute stories that you want to tell us? Anything uh, new in the, in the works out there? Any uh, artists you're working with? So in terms of artists, you know, always working in remixes, probably do about a uh one or two remixes a month. Just finished one with Leela James, a popular artist, and now we're working on another one uh, in-house for, uh, who's it, Tamiya. So we do remixes that way. Sometimes they're contracted, sometimes we do them third party where we're just kind of presented to them as a product. So that's what I'm working on. Working on a second book, uh, which is based on the thesis that I wrote for grad school, which is why there are no longer any black R&B groups on the Billboard charts since 2004. That's another exciting project. Um, and then I do, I stream three or four days a week on Twitch, which is a live streaming. We do game shows and I also do a DJ sets. So that's kind of my three main projects I'm working on right now. And that keeps me very busy. All right. So with all the exciting stuff you have going on, how do people get a hold of you, follow you? What do they uh, need to look for? Yeah, my socials is just at Amani Experience. I spend a lot, okay. a little time on Instagram, Twitter, 
and LinkedIn, Amani Roberts. And then it's always like twitch.tv backslash Amani Experience. But those are the ways you can find me. Just reach out. I always will write back and converse. And I just appreciate you having me, Devin. Thank you very much. Yeah. No problem. It was great to have you here. I think uh, bringing some excitement to our show is always fun. And uh, maybe we'll have to get one of your remixes to sample during this episode here. So if you got some uh, MP4s to send over our way, we can mix them in here and show off some of your talents. It was uh, great to have you, man. Likewise. Thank you very much. All right. Well, hope all you guys keep out there and, and rock your business and spin things up a little bit. Try some new things. And be sure to find us on your favorite streaming platform. Be sure to share, like, and subscribe for more DMC Marketing Nuggets. Visit us at dmcmarketingnugget.com to view all of our past episodes. Here's to your success.